Welcome, podcast world. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lindy. And welcome to Turn of the Millennials. Today, we have a special guest. Our guest today is... Someone, if you are a younger millennial, older millennial, you will recognize him. From Much Music and our favorite show, I believe, which was Fromage, we have Mm -hmm. Ed the Sock on today. Yay! Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. I should correct you. I'm not from much music. There is no more much music. So sorry. This this is true. No, not anymore. Not anymore. anymore. I left in uh, 2006 or seven. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I think that was around the time we stopped. Just as it was hitting hitting the iceberg or just before it hit the iceberg. I saw the iceberg coming and I got (laughs) off. Right? I got to be honest. I didn't know much music was still on. It's not. (laughs) It's, it's not, not your okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, they call themselves much now. They took music out of the name and they don't play any music. They just play um like reruns of the Simpsons and South Park. What? What? Yeah, it's uh, it's a very sad existence. I haven't had cable in like seven or eight years, so <laughs> yeah, we've been streaming for forever. So yeah, we had no idea. I think they uh stream, oh, but okay. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Well, Who once cares? they yeah, once they stop <laughs> playing music, I think. I actually started going to the fringe channels like Much Loud, Punch Much, and that for a while. Yeah. Because Much Music stopped playing the music, so I went to yeah. those ones, and then when those ones basically kind of went off air, I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm You're done out. now." <laughs> those uh, specialty channels were bought by Stingray. Oh, okay. So they're now part of Stingray's uh, offerings. They, uh, it's, oh. uh, they have Loud, they have Retro, but they just called Stingray Loud, Stingray Retro. They bought all oh. those channels. They play videos or and is it just music? No, it's just audio. Oh, just audio. Just audio. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I stopped watching it once Countdown was dropped. Yeah, they dropped just... everything that people wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. It was uh, ridiculous to, to see. They uh, they dropped uh, Snow Job, which everybody loved. Yep. They, that was a fun they... festival. Oh, it was always fun. Always great. So Remember fun. we went to different, different towns across the country. They dropped uh, Tree Toss. Yeah. which everybody loved um just trying to think about that. i mean just about every show you can everything. think of i always loved the like weekend like when they did the much movie weekends or the six degrees of much weekends oh i love those. those were my favorites yeah those were very creative and they stopped doing that because yeah. they put the boots to the creative people mm. they uh they just wanted to be a clone of mtv the person who was in charge uh constantly wanted to do mtv shows and so she uh, she had them start putting their resources into MTV clones, yeah. and they just looked like MTV clones with like one one thousandth of the budget. They were yeah. just bad, and she didn't realize yeah. people liked much music because it was much music. They didn't want it to become MTV. Absolutely, because they they eventually started to try offering MTV like one or two times. I noticed like it came and then it left, and then they tried to bring it back a few years later, and then it came and then. I think MTV Canada. I think MTV Canada is still here. Is I it? Think oh. it? I think it is. I okay. don't know for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure about that one either. Yeah, no, much music was so much better than MTV. So much better. So yeah, we just got a couple of questions for you. Mine was, who is your favorite? Sorry, I have a dog. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay, hi, dog. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite VJ ever of all your much music time there? Yeah, I, I really can't pick somebody because. I worked with them. They were my colleagues. They were yep. my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I liked working with the most was Rick the Temp. <laughs> yep. We, I met uh, him once. We had awesome. a really good chemistry. I yeah. worked with all of them. Yeah. But the best chemistry was with Rick. 
because he is so nice. Mm-hmm. And it was such a contrast. And uh, he, he just has such a, a, a generous spirit. Um, it was always fun working with him. Uh, the yin and the yang thing. So I don't have a favorite VJ to watch, but yep. he was my favorite VJ to work with. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I always found him to be so genuine. Yeah. And he was so nice when we met him and he was already super busy, but he made time to meet us, take a picture. Yeah. He was awesome. Oh yeah. That Rick, is, people, some people say to me, he was so phony. I'm like, no, he actually is that nice. And he still is. He's yeah. Just super he's nice. Nice. the bright side of everything. Sometimes it drives me crazy. <laughs> Glad to see he's oh, at least man. doing success on his Entertainment Tonight Canada, I think, still. He, no, he's uh, he's been gone from there for a few years now. See, yeah, isn't he like family-oriented right now, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's spending a lot of time being a dad. Aww, which is awesome. So good. <laughs> yeah, he loves his kids. Uh, what was your question? Um, what was one of your, like, top favorite memories from working on Much Music? Well, there, you know, the thing if is... If you can that, narrow it down. Yeah, I was there so long. Yeah, I know. Fourteen yeah. years. <laughs> or, what, or what time of year at Much Music did you enjoy the most? Um, the summer was fun because we could just go out on the street, and I always loved being able to just, hey, want to go out on the street? Let's go out on the street. That's yeah, as much planning that. as was involved. It was simply, want to go out? Let's go out. Um, yeah. and that was fun. And you got to talk to people, the cross section of people that walked by, the people that gathered in front of the windows. Um. That really, it, it increased the vibe of what Much Music was all about, that street front, storefront appeal, uh, when you could really talk to the people who were there. And people would come, you know, if they were in from other parts of the country, they would come to that window, hoping to catch something going on. And almost always there was something going on. And so uh, that was the most fun for me. It gave us I... the most amount of freedom. Yeah, I think a few times when the few times because we're Kitchener, so just going straight. Yeah, we to, weren't in Toronto very. Weren't often. in Toronto, so when you go, it was like once or twice. But you always tried to get to the window mm-hmm. or see if someone was outside or something was yeah. going on. I do remember well, that. I remember like there's at least one time I I, wa- I was walking by much music and I don't know if there was anything going on, but like you got they had the windows like all open, like all the windows were gone, and you could just like walk in off the street. I thought that was cool. Yeah, they we did that uh, when the weather was good, not too hot. We would mm-hmm. open the windows wide open. And of course, whenever there was a celebrity guest there, but if there was no security out front, then yep. there was no celebrity guest. It was just mm-hmm. us inside opening the windows. Which was the crazy, like craziest, uh, like crowd that was outside for a gathering? That was there. maybe out of control. Yeah. Well, I would have to say the crowd for the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. On on yeah. That was insane. I saw lots of crowds. Yep. But the crowds for the Backstreet Boys were it was like a cult it was <laughs> these people were uh, i the, the adoration that yeah. they had for these guys we had a guy working on our late night show on mm-hmm. city tv he was uh, like an extra basically but we put on sunglasses he looked a lot like aj oh. <laughs> and so everybody was like the streets were full of people and we had him walk out the front doors and just stand there and wave <laughs> everybody thought he was aj and they were pushing on the 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 restraints there the 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 whatever they're called the um they were pushing on those to try to get close to him and all he did was stand there and wave and then security oh. got really mad at us and oh. <laughs> so we had to go back inside oh i don't i don't blame them yeah because i remember uh, some of those because i think we we were also the td boppers i didn't go boppers. to those ones but mm-hmm. i do remember going to their concerts yeah. and they were definitely 
crazy out front. And actually the first year uh, Backstreet Boys came, they played at the warehouse and they did an autograph signing at somewhere. And me and my sister went and I remember the crowd was just, the girls were just crazy, crazy. We could get obsessive. Yes. Yeah, they were, uh, and whenever I would make fun of the Backstreet Boys, I would get very nasty mail. I love that because I was an NSYNC fan. It was the early Swifties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, well, I mean, fan, fandom for, for bands and, you know, personalities like that go way back. I mean, even in the 40s, people had yeah. groupies, but yeah. especially in the 50s when rock and roll really took over. Yeah. Um, then, uh, yeah, that was, uh, the, the groupies started back then. So Beatles. it's not like they were a new phenomenon. It's just that the media was much more pervasive now yeah. or then than it was earlier. So people could be much more um, uh, inculcated with uh, video and content. And I do remember actually on one of your, I think Christmas or New Year's Eve special, it was at the beginning of NSYNC, you like NSYNC wasn't really played in Canada quite yet, but I'd seen a snippet of them on one of the foreign much music channels that they had, uh, Finland maybe or something like that. Oh yeah, Yerky. Yes, Yerky. And uh, that was the first instance of NSYNC. And then I think like the next year they like hit it big here. Yeah, they, uh, I uh, did a, a number of, uh, you know, bits with mm -hmm. NSYNC. Uh, I only worked with Backstreet Boys after they had been popular and gone, to, gone away and come back as a, their comeback tour. Okay. And I did an interview with them at the MMVAs. And it was hilarious because they were, they were saying filthy things. It was nothing like you'd expect from this squeaky clean boy band. Right? They were adults now and they were saying filthy things. It was hilarious. Oh, that, that would definitely be oh, amazing. I'd love to be a fly yeah. on that wall. Just to see the, the difference. Oh, well, yeah. it, uh, it uh, never made it onto much music uncut. Oh, no. <laughs> of course. Uh, but I, I ran it on my late night show, Uncut. So I think we have just a couple more questions. One of them uh, is what are, because clearly he came out after you, what are your thoughts on Triumph the Insult Dog from Conan? Hey, listen, the, the chance that he didn't rip me off is practically zero. Okay. <laughs> it's obvious, yeah. I, right? was, yeah. I was talking to the people at Conan about going on and mm -hmm. then suddenly they weren't interested and then suddenly their head writer comes up with this dog puppet and, uh, and goes on a few weeks later. So there's a real connection there. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they, were, they were aware of what I was doing. They had tapes. Um, yep. So, but the thing is that dog still does now what he did at the beginning. He still does the same act. Yeah, he hasn't, hasn't evolved. evolved. Not at all. I mean, I no. started out doing insult stuff, but then I evolved into social commentary, political commentary, Yep. You know, pop culture commentary, commentaries. I was hosting documentaries and that almost that I came close to winning a uh, Canadian Association of Broadcasters Award. Um, wow. And, uh, I, you know, I got taken seriously as a commentator. Yep. Well, he just poops on things. So yeah. he's kind of freeze dried in the beginning of where he started. And he also gave an interview on uh, the Entertainment Weekly years ago mm -hmm. where he admitted that after they shoot stuff, he goes back to the, uh, the edit suite and he will change what he says. What? So he'll, he'll put in something he didn't say over something he did say, and that makes him seem more daring. And it makes the reaction of the people seem funnier because it's kind of off. Because it's not, they're not responding to exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, what a deal hole. Yeah, I never, it was me, it was whatever I shot, I shot. 
Yeah. yeah. And it was genuine. And that's, you I think, why raw. people yeah. loved it. Cause they could, they were like, this guy's genuine. We know it's, ha- yeah. We know what he thinks. Yeah. It was, it was, I didn't have time to go back and edit. Right? <laughs> you get what you get, right? Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to know, are you, is it still the original suck or has he had some repairs over the years or had a fate li- facelift? I've, uh, I've all, I, I've been slightly altered in my appearance over the years. Okay. Um, because, uh, you know, who keeps the same look as they had in 1994? I know true. some people. <laughs> okay, well, and that, as you can tell, it doesn't really age well. No. <laughs> well, now, actually, the 90s are coming back, so you'd be back in fashion the again. The wrong 90s <laughs> stuff is coming back. Well, the wrong, the wrong everything of generations comes back. The yeah, wrong yeah. fashions, the wrong hairstyles. Uh, yeah, it's always the most emblematic stuff, which is usually mm-hmm. the loudest stuff. Yep. It comes back, and yep. the loudest stuff is usually the ugliest stuff. It yeah. is. I'm just so glad shoulder pads haven't come back. You wait. You wait. Well, yeah, just the, the, any time now. <laughs> right? The shoulder mullets pads here and now, big hair. So... Shoulder pads and big hair, they're due for a comeback. Mullets are coming in, so you're just one step away from that big yeah. hair with the mullets. I don't know that mullets ever went away. The, uh, true. But they're definitely making a big rise in comebacks, though. Yeah. Definitely yeah, making a more rise. Yeah, they're, uh, they just sort of retreated to the hinterlands for a while. <laughs> You're kind of like, just like an ironic fashion at this point. Like. <laughs> yeah, people do it as a joke. Yeah, because yeah. really, it's only hair to grow out, right? <laughs> yeah, they, well, when you're young, yeah. Okay. Do you have any questions? I think I'm actually out of questions. <laughs> All right, uh, my sister actually wanted to say that she loves Liana Kay, your wife. <laughs> well, she's not my wife, she's Kersner's wife, but she oh, is my sorry, co-host. Sorry. Co-host, yes, sorry, yes. my apologies, co-host. So basically, with much music, you are trying to relaunch it into the online format now? Well, yeah, you, it, you really can't do much, much music on television anymore. Um, it's just not the place because yeah. it was, I mean, much music, the viewers were early adopters of new technology and you know, keeping fresh and on the edge. And mm-hmm. television isn't that. Uh, online is where you find the people who were early adopters who embrace new ideas, and, and variety and, and, and authenticity. So it's uh, starting New Music Nation, which yeah. is an online channel that mm-hmm. uh, plays video music with uh, using social media for interactivity and uh, you know phones and modern technology for, for connectivity mm-hmm. uh, with new VJs mm-hmm. and focusing on independent Canadian artists, the ones who haven't been signed yep. or were, have been signed to small record labels and can't get attention anywhere because there's so much stuff out there. Yep, we're so gonna give noise. them attention. We're gonna focus I, on them. That's awesome. Because that it was like back when Much used to do video fact. Yep. Yes, when they used to pay people, they used to pay for videos to be made. Yes, mm-hmm. for to get the Canadian artists out there, so you would see them more often. And yeah, this is great. I yep. she watched a couple of the VJ videos. I watched <laughs> all four of them, and um, I I was actually just curious out of how many applicants were there for the VJs. I didn't take applicants. I, oh, I went looking on my own to oh. uh, people that I knew on, online, who yep. I interacted with online, and whose temperament uh, seemed to suit. And so I would I approached them and oh. talked to them about it and trained them. Though now, That's with awesome. uh, one of the perks for our Indiegogo campaign mm-hmm. is VJ for a day. And I, I should have put a limit on that because now there's, I don't know how many VJ for a day. There, there. Last I checked, there was 21. Now there's probably more. 
Uh, I didn't in, I, I foresee it being that many. Yeah. Um, that's going to take months to do oh, that yeah. many VJs for a day. Cause then I, I have to train each one of them to how to do the stuff yep. and mm -hmm. edit their stuff when it comes in. And mm -hmm. that in itself is a whole job. It reminds oh, yeah. everything else. So I kind of, uh, spoiled with success there. Uh, I didn't realize that many people would want to be VJ for a day. I should have cut it off. I should have put a limit on it. But once one person pays for a perk, you can't yep. change it. Mm -hmm. so I know I, I almost thought about change it. it. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to watch too, because yeah. it's always these new personalities. Let's see who they are and how they do. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, so I, got, I think that'll be good. Yeah, I gotta say, I watched all four of the videos. And um, I gotta say, I identify most with Candy Marie. Yeah. Her favorite okay. color looks like it's pink sparkly. That's mine too. It is. And um, I was actually super <laughs> impressed with Robbie's story and how he was so upfront about it. Yeah, he's very upfront about it. He's uh, schizophrenic and a former drug addict. Yeah. Um, but he makes that part of his stand-up comedy act. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the best stand-up comics draw from their own lives yes and uh, so he draws humor from his but the interesting thing is i i discovered him uh in a comedy club i think in kingston mm -hmm. when uh, we were doing our live uh live comedy tour a couple okay. of years ago okay. uh he was one of the openers and people are afraid to laugh because he's talking about schizophrenia mm -hmm. and he's talking about drug addiction and yeah. people aren't sure that it's okay to laugh about that. So you get nervous, nervous titters, but you yeah. don't get the laughs that are deserved. I was cracking up, Anna was <laughs> cracking up. We thought this guy was amazing. He's so brave yeah. and his humor is so sharp, but typical of Canadian audiences, they're just not sure if they're allowed to laugh. The, yeah, the politeness yeah. in us, we're well, just not too sure. <laughs> I loved his video and I honestly, I can't wait to see more of him. He's uh, probably the most active. He's constantly mm -hmm. sending me emails with ideas. Or, hey, yeah. can we do this? Hey, can we do that? Because he's a, he's a comedian and a comedy writer. So he's always got ideas. And uh, apparently he's going to be moving to Ottawa. Um, so he won't be a Toronto guy. Actually, that'll leave me as the only Toronto VJ. Because um, everybody else is, the others are in, you know, driving distance of Toronto, except for the one who's up in Inuvik in the Northwest Territories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that um, Ali B? Uh, no, oh, Ali's, Ali. in, Ali's outside yes. Ontario. It's uh, Dez. Dez. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. Dez is way up there in the north. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope to add some more VJs as we go along because I want to have people, I want people in various regions of the country. Yep. I don't want to have everybody in Toronto like it was before. So, and now we can, there was a reason that it was done that way before because, you know, the, the resources to shoot somebody, you know, to have a camera person, an audio person, and it was, it was prohi cost prohibitive to have them constantly traveling other places or to have them based in other cities. Um, but now people can shoot the stuff themselves yeah. or they can get a friend to shoot it for them. There's a specific way of shooting stuff for New Music Nation, which is the same way as it was shot for much music, a particular style of shooting, um, which like I'm gonna be gorilla. training people to learn. Yeah, like that gorilla shooting, like you're just kind of out there on the street and just getting it on the phone type kind of, Mm -hmm. roughness is kind of what not yeah, roughness, you, gotta, you know rough. yeah and like instead of zooming in you walk in you yeah. walk yeah. in and take the camera physically to where you're to what you're looking at you make it more first person that way yeah. so like no zooming no zooming in no fancy tricks 
just legitimate camera work, but it's got to be good camera work. No too. filters. Yes. Yeah, no, <laughs> no filters. No cat filters. No. Uh, I don't even know how to use filters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no. Uh, unfiltered. Oh, absolutely. So, how far are you into the campaign at this point? We are. I think I got seven days left. Okay. And then I'm gonna click and check how many days left. Six days left. Okay. And we're. 71% funded. Wow. Oh, nice. Um, and it, it, I, I predict uh, that we will be um, f- fully funded by the time this thing ends. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I don't doubt it that's either. Amazing. Well, we, it's not listed on the, uh, the Indiegogo page because this was done uh, privately, but somebody has invested $20,000. So you wow. take whatever has been raised on the Indiegogo and add it to the $20,000, we're already over our goal. Yeah. But well, we're hoping amazing. to get more because yep. it's funny how fast that money goes. It seems oh, like yeah. a lot of money, but yep. when you're building up a, an entire uh, channel uh, with content, you got, I got to hire more people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that amount of money doesn't go very far when yep. you have to hire other people. And so, sometimes shit happens uh, and, you know, you just, something happens and you need to blow some extra money somewhere and it, you weren't expecting it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're, I mean, our plan is to go is to make stuff and then go show it to advertisers. That's the plan. Um, but that's what the, so that's what that initial money is for is to create content so that we can then go show it to advertisers and let them see what, what it is we're doing. Cause advertisers don't have great imaginations. So yeah. you describe something, it's never the same in their head as it is in yours and so you just got to give them something and remove all mystery so that's what we're doing okay that's That's awesome awesome. i'm super excited yes absolutely so am i can't wait to have that nostalgia back and discover these new canadian artists music videos again Mm -hmm. (laughs) videos again yeah the people have been making them non-stop it's just that uh nobody saw them because there's so many made yeah how do you find them yeah. And apart from YouTube. like YouTube, but I didn't know how to do like I didn't, I wasn't a person who wanted to sit on my phone and watch videos. I was still a person who wanted it on the TV. And until I found like way of casting, which only was like five years ago, I didn't know how to find the music videos. Yeah, and the thing about YouTube is the algorithm points you towards music similar to what you've already listened to. Yep, that's how I got into my metal my metal music rabbit hole. Oh, really? My husband's a metalhead, and so I've just like I've developed a love for metal music over the last almost nine years and I go into a rabbit hole of metal music videos on YouTube sometimes yeah the thing about new music nation is we're going to like much music we're going to package different kinds of music together so that it's yeah. not all of the same vein in the same vein so you'll be able to discover other kinds of music mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have if you're just following an algorithm like the wedge yeah. shows or like you know yeah or I even just her. video flow, always show, always had a, a mix. We had a great programmer back then, a guy named Craig Halkett. He was a, a VJ uh, early on in his career. And then, and then he went and uh, became a programmer par excellence. He really knew how to balance out a program schedule. Yeah, a, real, a real art to what he did. And uh, now we've got to try and, try and you know, find a way to duplicate that. Somebody's watching many, do. many hours of much music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to be doing nothing else but this. It's going to be very, very busy. Right? Oh, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on podcast. And you know, Yeah, thank you so I much. It. it was great. Well, thank uh, you guys for supporting uh, our Indiegogo. Oh, thank absolutely. you for supporting us. It's, uh, you know, it's all very important. Every little bit 
every little brick builds up the builds the wall and you know yeah. builds the building and, and supporting you, local canadian content and just absolutely. what's going to come from that canadian content yeah. is just going to be amazing we know it yeah and we got over 411 well, we've got 411 backers now wow nice so each person gives a little bit and it builds up that's the magic of crowdfunding yeah so, uh, uh look i mean i have to fulfill 411 things because people bought perks so now yep. I gotta gotta do fulfillment on four hundred and eleven things, four hundred and ten because I've done yours now. Yeah, <laughs> you're the first one that you're the first fulfillment uh, of a of a perk. Oh yay! Thanks, Ed. So, so now only four hundred and ten left. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a long time, but we thank yeah. you for for all of it. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of our teenage memories. Absolutely, from us for sure. You're welcome, and thanks for having me on. Thank you very Thank much. You. you have a great night. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye, guys. That, that was, was our chat with Ed the Sock. That was Ed the Sock. That's that was so, so much exciting. fun. Um, yeah, I so like got a smile on my face the whole time. Like, <laughs> I'm talking to Ed the Sock right now. Like, I can see I'm Kevin over there to kind of being right excited too. Kevin was pretty pretty stoked about hearing <laughs> it as well. So yeah, that was yeah. that was really fun, really awesome. Like, um, yeah, so this voice filled my bedroom, right? For like my entire teenage years. And all the VJs at Much Music. I loved him. I loved how raw and hilarious he was. Yeah, <laughs> all the VJs at Much Music, all many hours just having Much Music on in the background. Like I said, video flow was just hours of videos. Yep. And you just, <laughs> sometimes there was a couple you were like, man, nah, I'm not a fan of. So you just kind of maybe you like change, turn it down or mute it or change your channel yep. to much more music to see what might be or on CMT. that one or CMT. Yeah. One of the other music, <laughs> channels. music television, but yeah, it was always on. And that was yeah. just, that was just a lot of fun. Oh, that was so exciting. I, yeah, I didn't expect like when we started a podcast, I didn't expect to not only interview someone of his stature because he's awesome, but this soon, Actually, surprisingly, I was reading on one of the Facebook groups, the podcasting groups. We were yeah. in, someone's like, oh, how do you get uh, influencers in your niche on your podcast? And everyone is little, like, just ask. You'd be surprised at what you could get. Yeah. And I was like, if you don't ask, you won't get. Right. So I'm just yep. like, hmm, maybe the worst they can do is say no. Right. Right. And so I'm like, maybe there's some people we might have to, to find out yeah. there and ask. <laughs> In the interwebs we'll see oh well yeah so that was yeah. that was a grand old time that was great i mean i, guess I didn't could... know that he like handpicked his vjs yeah that i, I thought did. that would have been like i a thought contest. it was a search yeah like yeah the vj searches back in the day yeah so i was like because like what I, I was gonna ask him like i i didn't see any type of advertisement at all for you know apply to like when to be a vj or get to be a vj on uh, no me neither but yeah like he handpicked them that's pretty awesome that's that's really cool because yeah I, I thought maybe it might have been a vj search because you know previously on old much music yeah. they had those old vj searches mm -hmm. but nope they just like handpicked themselves and i'm intrigued to see what they they bring to the bring the table the table uh this is going to be super nostalgic so new music nation mm -hmm. is what the new channel is going to be called as he said yes. in there if you yeah. want to help out go to newmusicnation.ca there's a indie, I, I believe it's .ca yeah. um, we should or .com slash yeah. .com. Uh, and there's an Indiegogo campaign that's on yep. to there's fund it. There's a link it. there that you can go and fund. Uh, it, if it's not closed, I'm sure you can, or, or by the time this airs, if it's closed, I'm sure you can reach out to him on Facebook or Instagram, and I'm sure he'll gladly accept mm -hmm. any donations. NewMusicNation.ca. That, I guess, is our episode. It's a short, it's a quick episode. It is, but hour. some of our other episodes yeah. have been really long recently. Yeah. So it's okay we'll to have a little, break. we'll have a little short episode this yeah. week. We'll give you a little break to the ears. Mm -hmm. And then we have, yeah, so we got some more recordings to do today too. So 
we'll give y'all a break. <laughs> oh, just wait until we do our Drop Dead Gorgeous episode. <laughs> y'all are going to hate us. Oh, but you're going to hate us. It's going to be fun. But so, yeah, so anyway, um, follow us on Spotify, Instagram, Google Podcasts, Google, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TikTok. We still got to upload some content on there a little bit more. I um, want to do my idea for the Blossom Dance. Okay. Maybe um, work it together or something yeah, and we'll anyway. put it up and then, yeah, follow us on Instagram. I think we have Facebook. Follow um, us on all our handles. Send us an email, turnofthemillennialspodcast.com, millennials with one N. Because she messed it up when she set it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe that's it for us today. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, have a great night. We don't know if it's night day. So, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hey, <laughs> you. Peace out. <laughs>